Okay. Take three. We are we are here. Hopefully. All right. Cool. Welcome back to the podcast. Before we get started into it, Brandon, are you a Taco Bell guy? Not really. I. <clears throat> do you have a Taco Bell around you? Yeah, I do. You need to go. Okay. You gotta go. They have a double steak grilled cheese burrito. And when I thought that shit is fire. Ooh. Might have to try it out. That is fantastic. I just had one. That sounds really freaking good. It is. It was it was next level. I loved it. Little plug for Taco Bell. Is it like a limited thing or and knowing them probably. They'll have it out for two yeah. weeks and then take it away, and then they'll make commercials making fun of us for missing it. <laughs> that's, how they, that's how they do. Yeah, you're right. Oh, Lordy, we have had a week. Uh, that That is one way of putting it. We have we had a week, not only in terms of wrestling, but for updates on previous things that have transpired in the past couple weeks. True. True, true, true. I am looking through some of the random news of the week. I don't really see anything yet. Well, I can tell you uh, something. So Becky Lynch uh, got into a uh, podcast with Sports Illustrated Media, (laughs) and she had an interview done. discussing about the October 22nd episode of SmackDown with the infamous championship exchange segment where Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair were to switch the championships, but Charlotte Flair went off script and had a heated backstage exchange with Becky Lynch as well as Sonya Deville being stuck in the middle of the entire thing. For those that aren't aware... Um, Charlotte reports were stated that Charlotte was escorted outside of the building while Becky Lynch had worked a dark match on uh, SmackDown. So Becky Lynch uh, on Sports Illustrated Media podcast, uh, when she was asked about what happened, she said, um, I have a quotes up here. I don't know, man. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk. So all I'll say is the locker room needs a hero sometimes, and somebody's got to be the hero. I'm all right being the hero. That's what I'll <coughs> say on the matter. And she also adds, uh, yes, things are difficult. We used to be best friends. Following that, Charlotte Flair um, added on what Becky Lynch had to say. Um, this is what Charlotte Flair had to say. Um, about the she spoke with Metro UK um, referring to it's an unspoken bond our careers have all taken different turns and ended up in different spots in different times the level of respect is always there no matter what you just don't maybe we should talk about 
more, but we all know how we feel about each other, what we did and what it took and how hard we worked to get where we are. She had also talked a little bit about reigniting her feud with Sasha Banks on SmackDown, saying that she knows it's so corny, but iron sharpens iron, Sasha and I, referring to Charlotte, just have this crazy chemistry. From the moment we locked up, actually it was FCW at the time, which turned into NXT. It was undeniable. To circle back around, because I tell her all the time, I can't even watch our matches from three or four years ago. They're terrible. I didn't even know what I was doing. They're so bad. Then it comes full circle yet again. She has to face her again and have the experience. But I'm I'm going to stop with reading off her quotes there. Um, what are your thoughts on what Becky and Charlotte had to say? <laughs> Oh, I've thought about it a bit and I'm not too sure. I feel like Becky's kind of dramatizing it a bit, but maybe there's more stuff happening in the back that we don't know about. Um, which I mean, if everything, I would have stood up too. I'm not saying she should have just took what Charlotte did or anything, but mm. I don't know. You, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. You look at when they were friends back in the four horsewomen era, they were friends out of this common thread that they were women trying to break these boundaries and trying to make it in the business. And, you know, it was them and really nobody else. So it was really a friendship of necessity almost. And now they've kind of gone their own way. And I think between having that history and evolving into great wrestlers as each of them have, I think there's a respect there and they don't have to necessarily like each other to pull off magic in the ring. It's just a mad, a matter of understanding that both of you need to respect the work aspect of, of each other. And to also make sure that that trust that you give your opponent when you step in the ring with your body is intact. You know, there's feuds all the way going all the way back throughout wrestling history that, you know, they people had real life heat, but when it came to the ring, there was a respect. You got the work done, and you know it. It helped the angle. <clears throat> excuse me, with um, adding a, a layer of reality to it, and I think that's kind of what's going on here. Okay. Yeah, Am I, I like to see this match up again not necessarily because it's it's just on on repeat but i don't know yeah concerning the backstage stuff there's definitely more that has happened that we really don't know um i understand what becky's saying she's not being very she's being very vague about Thing. She's not like talking all about the entire thing, and um, well, there's a certain level of 
you know, you you only pull the curtain back so much. Right. And uh, I also get what Charlotte's saying, too, about, like, they her really just letting everyone know that she does have respect for Becky and the rest of the four horsewomen. So, at least, like, there isn't that much heat to where, like, they don't have respect for each other. They do. They do have respect. It's just that they had a confrontation and they just need to talk things out, just like Becky said. Yeah, I mean, I <clears throat> I feel like a lot of it, too, because the original plan was, like, for Becky to, like, fake out Charlotte and then to run around the ring and kind of make her look like a joke. And I get that. I see where that makes Charlotte look bad, but at the same time, that's not Becky's fault. There's a, there's a certain level of um, respect for Becky you have to have to where you say, okay, I'm going to do this segment out of respect for her. And, you know, the, the fault doesn't lie on her because she didn't make the segment. It falls on whoever made the segment, somebody on creative. Yeah. Now, do I think what she did instead of the original plan was bad? Not necessarily, but in fact, I think it was honestly a bit better because it kind of showed her, it personified her character a little more. It definitely personified her character more, though I will say it also, like, it was also pretty disrespectful to the title itself in my eyes. Like, she didn't really care about the title. There's no winning in that scenario, really. In a way, yes. But in another way, I think that also helps because it's with her character because it's like she's the queen regardless of having that title or not. But I get it. I don't think the title swap was a great idea to begin with. But, you know, what what do you do? What's the other option? I don't have one, but I'm just saying I I don't think it was a great idea to begin with. Yeah, the champions sh- should like in previous drafts, like in the early mid 2000s era, like literally the champions are uh, exempt from the draft. Yeah, I yeah that would have been a way to go, but. Somewhere, why not, some way, why not somehow. shift the people that you want to work with the champions around instead of shifting the champions around? Why not put, like, right now Becky and Liv Morgan are a thing. Why not put Liv Morgan on Raw and then Charlotte's feuding with Sasha right now, correct? Yep. Why not put Sasha on Raw and shift around the roster a little bit? Like if it was Liv Morgan and Charlotte, they they also could have used some like pulled another little trick where they're like, hey, remember this moment when Liv Morgan, when she first spoke out, when she had the pink hair and the little like cotton candy tongue, yep. when she had the match with Charlotte, saying that she was gonna like stand up and whatever, and she lost the match, but that was like the one moment where like she had the spotlight on her did a role 
she didn't win the match, which was unfortunate because I was rooting for her. Sure, I speak for a lot of people who were rooting for her before her character changed, and we're not going to talk about what happened when she debuted. But either way, um, that's that's the update. That's my thoughts. That's your thoughts. I have a one I can't really weigh in on too much because I I wasn't watching at the time, but it's interesting to note. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beth Phoenix put out a tweet and said that uh, at one of her first times being a an extra on WWE TV, she pitched a storyline to Michael Hayes to be. Brock Lesnar's sister. And there's a side by side with like Beth in a picture and Brock in a picture, and I could kind of see it, like the believability of it. I could, I could kind of see it. Well, I'm doing a side by side myself. Okay. Uh, I need like a headshot. Sure, we'll go with a younger, but Beth Phoenix. Minimize Bork Lesnar. You know what? I do see what you're talking about now. I do kind of see it now. Eh, Yeah. Be strange, like currently but like at the time i could see it yeah i mean it's not it's not something where you're like no that's that's not not possible i i I could have seen it happening like in their prime yeah oh (laughs) lordy i I am almost through the week, and I am not seeing much of anything else. All right. Well, I got one more update. Um, This is for um, John Moxley. For those that are unaware, last week, um, John Moxley entered uh, alcohol treatment um, prior to AEW Dynamite, and Tony Khan was the one that broke the news. And so now he provided an update. No, uh, yesterday, um, he discussed on the Dan Labert show. I'm sure I butchered his last name. Um, uh, it's said here about uh, John Moxley entering the alcohol treatment program. Um, it was a plan that um, John and Renee were had, and um, people were talking about the ratings for. Last week's dynamite, well, not last week's, the week prior's dynamite, because they had a stacked card. Which, if you were to really think about it, they had CM Punk, they would have had John Moxley, MJF, which is rare to have all three of them on the same card. Really, really stacked, and especially considering John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy, which was a match I was looking forward to very much. So, um, that didn't happen because he had to. He entered alcohol treatment program, which great on him. Right. Um, so Tony Khan said that he cared about um, John Moxley take care of himself. That's what he cared first and foremost about. He didn't care about ratings. 
And next, next he spoke about John Moxley's new book, which for those that don't know, John Moxley did publish a book and it is called Mox. I've only seen a little bit of the book. I kind of want to read it too. I do want to read it. I do not have a, <clears throat> I don't have a bookstore here. I have to make a half hour trip when I have a minute to uh, see if I can find one. I was going to go when they released it because Barnes mm-hmm. and Noble, sometimes they have the signed versions and they're, they cost the same, but it's signed. Right. Um, but I, I haven't had a chance to get it yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite interested in the book because it also talks about his time in WWE. Um, but that's for those that are interested. Um, then he provided an update on Moxley's current condition. This was yesterday. Um, they've been checking in. Renee, she's moved from Las Vegas to Cincinnati. She's doing great. And uh, she said that uh, John Moxley is doing better every day. Um, and Tony Khan's been constantly checking in with him and Tony Khan also stated that he loves John and we misses him a lot. So that's an update for those that were following the situation. And and this isn't nearly as important or anything, but <clears throat> I don't think he has anything to worry about either with um, like returning and being lukewarm or anything. Yeah. When he returns, it's going to be hot. Oh, the crowd's going to be absolutely. Hot. So, it's it'll be good. You know, he he's one of those. He'll show up, and you know, people will be into it one way or the other. Oh yeah. Wishing John's the best still, and hopes he gets the treatment he needs. Absolutely. Do you have results pulled up? I do indeed. All right. I will again rely on my memory and your retelling of events that transpired to give my opinion on this week in wrestling. All right. This week in wrestling with the usual Monday Night Raw. Uh, Starting off Raw, we had Seth Rollins cutting a promo and narrowly escaping uh, Kevin Owens beating him down. Um, just like any promo Seth Rollins has, it's amazing promo and it, it, it was, it was, it was a perfect start in my eyes. I gotta say this, uh, Biggie, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens triangle type deal. It's pretty intriguing. I like the storyline. The match definitely definitely seems like a breath of fresh air because, you know, we've seen Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, I believe, but now we have, like, uh, Big E, Rollins, and Kevin Owens. So now this is Kevin me. Owens is, uh, I'd, I'd say he's a heel. I think it's safe to say he's a heel now. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after last night, too. So I'll, I'll say he's a heel. Following that, we had an eight-man tag match with RK Bro and Street Profits versus AJ Styles and Omos and uh, the Dirty Dogs. Nah, I wasn't impressed with this one. Was it was not. a it was a fairly decent uh, eight-man tag match. I'm sure. Well, it was it was decent, but it was just boring. Because we've seen 
in some way, shape, or form this match like a lot. Mm-hmm. RK Bro, AJ and Omas, Dirty Dogs in the mix. The only thing that was semi-fresh in this equation was the Street Profits. And even that's starting to become a pattern. Well, another thing to point out is the RK Bro is still going on with their uh, issues with uh, Omos and uh, Randy and uh, and wow, I I completely uh, wow Riddle. That there it is. I don't know why I couldn't think about it. Um, they're kind of. It seems like they're going to split fairly soon. Yeah, I mean, they're they're kind of split on their mindset. I kind of hope it goes into a feud. I hope so, too. I'm just waiting for that RKO out of nowhere. Waiting for it. You know it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it. that'd be an interesting feud. I'd like to see that. Hmm. Um. Yep. After that match, um. Well, well, the winners of the match was um Dirty Dogs and AJ Styles and Omos. Hmm. You know the one thing I saw, and I don't know. I I think they've been doing it for a couple weeks, so I think it's all right to talk about it. The one guy, what's his? Is it Veer? Uh, you're talking about Veer or Shanky? I think it's Veer. He's getting like a solo push. They're doing vignettes for him. Hmm. Which is weird. That is indeed weird. I, I mean, for it on the show, but it's just weird to see it happen. Like, all right, we're just doing it then. All right. Nice. Uh, well, I guess if they're pushing someone, sure. I mean, it's not bad. I'm just saying it's kind of weird. Yep. Well, uh, following the eight-man tag match, we had Ray and Dominic Mysterio making their way into the ring, joined by Adam Pearce. Um, so they had, were cutting a promo, and Adam Pearce revealed that Dominic could stay on Team Raw, but only if he could beat Bobby Lashley. <laughs> and, yeah. Kind of a dick move, but uh, kind of obvious who won this one. It was Bobby Lashley. Good, honestly. I'm not really a fan of Dominic. And people are saying, like, oh, him and Ray are going to split soon and it's going to be a feud. I hope it's not. I hope it's not because it, I, I just don't see it with Dominic. I really don't. I'm sure it is, but I just don't see it. I'm still holding my hopes out for Dominic because I see that there is potential there. He just needs... There's some tweaks he needs to make in ring. There's tweaks he needs to make and he needs to, to be more confident. Those are my big critiques. He just needs to be more smooth. Be, uh, I can't like think of how else to like convey other than just that. 
but but that being said, like that, we yeah. had um, Big E versus Chad Gable, and uh, that was a bit of a squash. But after the match, uh, Otis entered the ring and stared uh, Big E down, which will be quite interesting. If those had, for those that don't know, it was Big E that defeated Chad Gable, not the other way around. Somehow, we need Chad Gable as champion, man. Seeing it the way that they've been booking Chad Gable in the Alpha Academy, like they need to, for me to, to believe this, it, they have to work up the card. Let me reiterate too. I don't mean world champion. I mean like a IC or US. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mid card champion. Yeah. Yeah. Is that that dude is talented, man? Oh, I know. Believe me, I know. American Alphas, NXT. I remember that stuff. Otis should be wrecking people, man. He should be. I mean, he kind of does, but like he should be just. How do I put it? He should just, he should be like Ryback and dudes, like jobbers and just throwing them out and launching them like crazy and just being this big old meathead dude that can beat almost anybody. Yeah, just without any injuries. How did I, I know, know you were going to say that? Well, I mean, you've mentioned the Ryback and dudes, so I had to put it out there. Not that term of Ryback and dudes, not Merkin people. Yeah, no, like having squash matches for about a month straight. Yeah, don't copy what yeah. he does. That, yeah. That wouldn't be good. Yeah, no, that would not be good. Um, skipping a 24-7 championship match because no one cares. Um, it turns my stomach to hear it. The stupidity. Then we had a fatal five-way match for the challenger to the Raw women's title, which is consisted of Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Boer, Carmella, and Queen Zelina. And surprise, surprise, Liv Morgan won the match. She stopped Carmella from stealing the win and delivered a crucifix roll-up pin for the win. Not a schoolboy. Yeah, that that did surprise me. I was uh, a little shocked. No, honestly, I think it's very much deserved for Liv Morgan, considering the poor, poor booking she's had. Absolutely atrocious booking for the past two months. Oh, well, just with her feud, I'm saying this with air quotes, which freaking Carmella, which made no sense. Yeah, I, I have, I, I don't even know what to say, but I'm just, I'm happy she won and I'm happy she's the next contender for the Raw Women's Championship. And I hope 
that she gets to display that she is worthy of being a challenger. I really do. I don't want no I don't want this to be like a three minute match or even five. Ten you minutes she- minimum. Ten minimum ten minutes. You think she should win? I have to think on that one. I, I really do. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fifteen minutes. That's where I'm putting my That's how long it's going to be. I'm just saying bare minimum 10 minutes. Let, the, let her display what she has in the ring. Mm. I'm having trouble with that. Like, if she should win it or not. Yeah, like... I, I really do have to think on that one. I'm conflicted. I really am conflicted. Like, I don't know if this is, like, too soon or if, like, she should have, like, a full-on feud with Becky Lynch and then win it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll just, like, imagine the upset. I'll talk more about this another time because we got a lot to go over. Let's get moving with it then. Yeah. I was just saying what's next. Yeah. Um, Main event of Monday Night Raw was Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins won via countout. Um, So. Oh, yes. This was not great. The match was good. The match was great. So, Big E had prevented Kevin Owens from being the 10 count. And Kevin Owens, after a match, attacked Big E, kicked him in the face, sent him in the steel steps, powerbombed him on the apron, which, ooh, every time I see that powerbomb in the apron, it just sends, like, chills down my spine because it just looks so brutal. Yeah, I I liked everything up to the finish. The finish was garbage. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that Kevin Owens fully, like, just attacking Big E, the babyface, and, like, pretty much showing that he's a heel. And now, very quickly, I shall go over NXT. Okay. Just as usual, there's not much to go over. At least, uh, I think, are the highlights of NXT. Toxic Attraction versus Io Shirai, Casey Catanzaro, and Caden Carter. Toxic Attraction, clearly won. Uh, fairly decent. Um, I would say any match with Io Shirai is worth watching, as I say every week. Um, next couple matches weren't anything to write home about. Then we had um, Raquel Gonzalez calling out Dakota Kai and Cameron Grimes uh, versus Rufang afterwards. Uh, so Raquel Gonzalez drove past Toxic Jackson on her way to the ring in her motorcycle, uh, mocked Dakota Kai, her former friend, 
as then um, Cora Jade at- attacked uh, the captain of Team Kick and, and until Dakota Kai escaped. Uh, Gonz- Raquel Gonzalez told Jade to wait for her turn to get to Dakota Kai. Afterwards, Cameron Grimes defeated um, Rufang, which this match itself was a squash, but the segment leading up to that I think was very solid. Uh, then we had LA Knight versus Solo Sokoa versus Grayson Waller, which was very good. Very good triple threat match. Um, Solo Sokoa won the match. Pretty good match. I'd say it was match of the night. Um, Electra Lopez versus Erica Yan. Pretty decent. Something new. Someone to look out for, being uh, Electra Lopez. <clears throat> oh, well, I take back what I said earlier about match tonight, because then we had Carmelo Hayes versus Pete Dunne at the main event, NXT, and this was 100% match of the night for NXT. It was very solid, and Pete Dunne defeated um, Carmelo Hayes. I know you like Pete Dunne, so I recommend you watching it. Pete Dunne is... Possibly the best thing on NXT. In terms of the men's division, I would agree. I would say between him and Braun Breaker at this point. Because I keep my eyes on the women's division because it's quite interesting seeing them move up to the main roster. And funny enough, if you notice that a good majority of the women that have moved up from NXT to the main roster have been successes compared to the men. Which we can talk about this later, too. We got more to go over. As we roll into AEW Dynamite. Starting off, we had Brian Damison versus Rocky Romero. Um, Brian Danielson won. pretty good yeah it was it was good it was good uh following that we had american top dream sending a message to the inner circle this was probably the best promo in their entire feud yeah yeah i'd say it's pretty close yeah if not best Then we had a three on three women's tag match with Thunder Rosa, Ty Conti, and Anna J versus Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter. Great uh, match. Great matchup. Great matchup, yes. Um, it was fairly short. Um, Ty Conti, Anna J, and Thunder Rosa uh, won the match. Next, we had John versus Anthony Bowens. If you're wondering why I don't have much to talk about, is because we have full gear to cover, too. Um, Jungle Boy, uh, Anthony Bowens. That was also a pretty good match. Um, Wardwell had uh, obliterated Wheeler Yuta and the Harmi- Hardy family 
uh, office attacked the best friends. It like Warlow fought Wheeler Yuta in a singles match, and it was pretty much a squash. Oh yeah, but then that was that was really good. Yep, pretty good for a squash match. For what or it just was, a squash it was good. yeah, yeah. Then we had uh, Matt Seidel and uh, Lee Moriarty versus Dante Martin and Leo Rush. And every time I, I see Leo Rush, to that one. yeah, yeah, it was it was very good, and it it always surprised me when I see Leo Rush back in the ring. Yeah, and always said it was good, but I I wasn't hyped on that match. I just kind of it was just there. I, I would say it is definitely worth watching if you are into tag team wrestling, which I am. Then we had uh, Pac versus Dax Harwood, and Pac won it. That match was good. That was solid. Very good match. A little bit of an odd matchup, but it was good. Very good. We had... uh, to end off Dynamite, we had the full gear contract signing between Hangman, Adam Page, and Kenny Omega. And yes. not much to say about this contract signing. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. Run of the mill. Yeah. Which kind of what we want for a contract signing. Would you rather go into SmackDown or Rampage? I think SmackDown. Yeah, let's go chronological. All right. So then we have a six-woman tag match starting SmackDown. Uh, so we had the participants of the women's Ryder Series team being Shotzi, Blackheart, Natalia, Shayna Baszler, and Aaliyah. Uh, then she introduced Sasha Banks. Um, Sasha Banks immediately went for Shotzi Blackheart before Naomi hit the ring, came to face Sonya Deville before um, going off against Shayna Baszler, and the brawl had ensued. So we had a three women tag, well, a three way women's tag match with Sasha Banks, Aaliyah, and Naomi teaming up to face Shotzi Blackheart, Shayna Baszler, and Natalia. And uh, the faces won. If you don't know who the heels and faces are, then it is Aaliyah, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. Uh, Naomi was not the one that got the pin. However, it was Aaliyah. Which is also good. That brings her, uh, her stock up a little bit. Pretty good. Um, so in a uh, vignette afterwards, Sonya Deville feigned excitement for Aaliyah winning before informing Aaliyah that she is no longer part of the SmackDown team for Survivor Series. Quite unfortunate. Yep. Yeah, they, there's another uh, there's another segment like that later on. Mm-hmm. Following Very that, we had odd way of doing it. I agree. 
we had uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus uh, Los Lotharios. And that, as well as Adam Pierce's announcement. Uh, regarding the tag match, Los Lotharios defeated Shinsuke and uh, Rick Boogs. So, uh, backstage, uh, Adam Pierce was joined by NXT's Von Wagner. Uh, informed Sami Zayn that he will battle. He will battle Survivor Series teammate Jeff Hardy, and the loser is off the team. I don't know. We'll get to him when we get there. It's so like I don't, it feels weird to say, but it's so unnecessary, but almost intriguing. Yeah. But it's unnecessary. Just a bit. Uh, so then we had Charlotte Square, uh, next championship rival, <clears throat> stepping right up. And we had talked this over earlier. Um, so, uh, Tony Storm interrupted, reminding uh, Charlotte that she has yet to defend the SmackDown women's title since arriving and issued a challenge for her match. Charlotte, being the heel, said absolutely not. Uh, so then Caleb Braxton caught up with uh, King Woods backstage and accepted Roman Reigns. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. Dang. <laughs> so um, Roman Reigns had issued a challenge to um, Xavier Woods. And, oh, geez, do you remember that segment? Uh, it's really drawing a blank right now. I, it was something of, like, <sighs> Roman and Woods were, uh, I don't, I really don't remember. All I remember is Roman ended up taking his crown. Oh, yeah, he, he, he stole his crown. And so, like, Roman was, like, kind of toying with them, like, issuing a challenge for the crown. And uh, Ooh, King Wood. With yeah. Shinsuke and Corbin? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. His crown from, what, four years ago? Five years? Yeah. I think five Something years like ago that. now. Wasn't Something it like that. Oh, God, it's been a while. That's insane. It might not have been that long, but it I, I think it was. Maybe it was. Hell, I don't know. So then we had um, a backstage segment with Mustafa Ali approaching Aaliyah. Uh, before he could say anything, Ricochet injected and saved her, quote-unquote, from whatever scheme Mustafa Ali was up to. So a little bit of interesting. I don't know what WWE's trying to do with that one. Ricochet and Mustafa would be good. Ricochet and Mustafa would be pretty good. Having Aaliyah in the picture is a bit strange. Yeah, I feel like that's just a easy in. It's just a way to get it started. They didn't know how to start it otherwise, so maybe, I don't know. Unless maybe. they're romance angle, which I really hope they don't. I really hope they don't either, because nobody really wants to see that unless it's natural. So Not needed. Really not. I mean, uh, 
You know, maybe Mustafa was just going to spit some game at her, man. <laughs> when Ricochet is like, no, ma'am, is he bothering you? <laughs> Pulled that move. Maybe that's what they're going to do. Uh, maybe. So then we had Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn for a spot in the Survivor Series team. They both deserve to be on the team, by the way. They, but they both do. Um, but Jeff Hardy uh, won the match. And I'm happy that Jeff Hardy gets to be on Team SmackDown because I love seeing Jeff Hardy. It isn't, isn't Happy Corbin on the team? I want to say yes. Kick that bozo off the team and put Sammy back on. There you go. Then you still have your mystery guy because I know there's going to be a mystery something that's going to be whoever the hell. Yeah. I was just about to see who was on both teams, but we'll we'll get there when we'll, we we'll get there. Um, then we had the main event of SmackDown, which is King Woods versus the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Um, I did this show was Very just about it. Statistically. Yeah. So, um, I have it in front of me, but I will, when we get there, I will bring it up. So, the one thing I'll bring up before this match is SmackDown loves doing this is that, um, Caleb Braxton introduced Ridge Holland, who was quickly interrupted by Cesaro, who was trying to warn the NXT call up to not be so quick to trust Sheamus. After all, Cesaro was Seamus's partner in the bar. And then Seamus will return next week. Hmm. Then we get to go to Kingwood's Roman Reigns. Pretty good match, all things considered. Yeah, the match was good. Tell, tell us how it ended. All right, so here we go. So the match was going all good, all things considered. Um, the official had started counting. The Usos hit the ring and attacked um, Xavier Woods. Uh, they rocked him with the steel steps, knocked him over the announce table, and then uh, called for disqualification. Afterwards, um, Roman Reigns took a knee only for the Usos to place Xavier Woods' crown on him as the bloodline stood tall to close the show. The reason I say that's interesting is because technically this is Roman's first solo loss in a long while. Mm-hmm. I don't have the statistic in front of me to say when the last time he lost in a solo match was. But it's been a long while. Indeed it has. Granted, it's by disqualification. But it's still a loss regardless. Exactly. And that was last week's SmackDown. Now we move on to Rampage before we get to full gear. So, first we had Bobby Fish versus Jungle Boy. Um, 
pretty good match. Pretty brutal match. Pretty good and brutal match. So, um, Jungle Boy won by hitting the snare trap. Adam Cole later on ran down and helped Bobby Fish beat up Jungle Boy. Luchasaurus and Christian made the save, forcing Adam Cole and Bobby Fish to fend for themselves. So, still going a bit with that feud. Good match, all things considered. True, true. Uh, Then we had Jade Cargill versus Santana Garrett. This was another squash match. Yeah, she's got a little bit of a Goldberg type thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hopefully we'll get less squash matches and hopefully Jade Cargo will be able to have matches that will last longer than three minutes. Yeah, I I don't know. I I want to see what she can do in a long-term match. Agreed. Then we had Dante Martin versus Aria Divari. Aria Divari? Oh, yeah. Aria you don't remember him from uh, 205 Live? I, I don't even watch. No, oh. from, no, 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 no. From back when it was like part of Raw. Oh, so when we had like the little cruiserweight segment when the show went purple yeah, for like yeah, yeah. one match, yeah, 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 for the last yeah. hour or whatever, and the ratings right. plummeted. Right. I uh, mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. This bad. match itself is proof of that, you know. Oh yeah, it's a shame that WWE doesn't like their cruiserweights. I wouldn't say that they just didn't have anything. They just started from scratch. They didn't have any established guys. And then when they did, that was the pinnacle of it. And they didn't use those guys to build up the other people. Enzo literally buried everybody around him. In that segment. Yeah. In those segments, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Neville was a show of it for a while because he was an established name outside of there. Murphy, same thing. Well, concerning the match with Dante Martin and uh, Aria Davari, Dante Martin was the one to score the pin. Following that match, Team Taz offered him a spot in the group since Leo Rush was nowhere to be seen. Ricky Starks had told him to think it over before responding. But who knows? Dante Martin might be a part of Team Taz. I don't think so. I'm going to say probably not. We shall see. Um, then to end off Rampage, we had Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy in a Lumberjack match. And I would say it's, it was fairly decent. It was decent. I'm I'm glad this feud is over. Yes, 
I agree. It's just been too long. This feud was fun while it lasted, but it did go for a very long time. And now are you ready for full gear? Oh, I think so. All right. Full gear. Starting off the show, we had Jamie Hayter and Nyla Rose versus Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida. Ooh. Ooh. What an opener. I would like to preface and say, too, I was not fortunate enough to be able to watch Full Gear. So I will just be reacting based off of results. I have no idea how these matches went other than outcomes. I do recommend watching the opener. Especially okay. considering we had uh, we had Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida on a team. Nyla Rose also very good. I'm but uh, very much a fan of Nyla. Well, yeah, I can see why. But um, Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa scored the win. Good. Next, we had Darby Allen versus MJF. Another fantastic match for both of these men. Amazing. I would say even a flawless match, all things considered. MJF uh, won the pin through underhanded tactics. Uh, he used um, so ref got rid of uh, Darby Allen's skateboard because MGF gave Darby Allen the skateboard, dared him to take the shot and get disqualified. When the ref wasn't looking, MGF hit Darby Allen with his diamond ring, hmm. and he won. Kind of glad I'm more of a more of an MJF guy than an Darby Allen guy. I like both these men. I also love Darby Allen's thing with his dad, Sting. <laughs> Next, we had the Lucha Bros versus FTR for the AEW tag titles. And another stupendous tag match. Yeah, that, that's really one I want to go back and see if I ever get the chance. Highly recommend watching it for anybody. Um, even if you're not really big on tag team matches, watch it. Really good. Lucha Bros um, pinned the wrong man because Hewing is wearing a mask to trick the ref. Because they had many, many Eddie Guerrero tributes throughout the match. Throughout the many of them. Too. Yeah. Jericho had one as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Such a such a good, good match. 
But yeah, they pinned a ma the wrong man because he was wearing a mask and tricked the ref. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, what was it Cash? Oh no, Dax and Wheeler. It wasn't Dax and Cash? Dax and Cash, yeah. Following that match, we had Brian Danielson versus Miro for the World Title Eliminator Tournament. This match was brutal. So brutal. It tears me up because I really like Miro and I really want him to win, but I understand that Brian Danielson has to go all the way here. Oh, yeah. I understand it, but I am more of a fan of Miro. I just like, I don't know what it is. I just like Miro. I like both of these men. I like the Redeemer character for Miro. Oh, um, same. Brian Danielson uh, hit a huge DET and put Miro in a guillotine for the win. Interesting. Next, we had a false count anywhere with the Young Bucks and Adam Cole versus Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. There's, like, each tag match, like, so far, even up to this point, it has been stupendous. Great. I do have Adam to say, and I don't know if I'm the only one, but I feel like they're very, like, half in, half out on this rivalry. Because one week they just go balls to the wall, just have everybody attacking everybody, and even Kazarian gets in on the mix sometimes. And then other weeks it's like they either completely forget about it or like only a couple people are there or whatever. I don't know. I feel it feels like it's missing a direction, like they're just having matches. And it's not yeah. building to any resolution at this point. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, there's been a lot of brawling going on. Um, so, um, Adam Cole was busted open. A few people went through ta tables, which I love, and other big spots of the ladder and the stage. Uh, Jungle Boy had pinned Matt Jackson following a concerto for the win. Definitely match to watch for those that love no DQ, false guy anywhere type matches. Even tag matches. And then another interesting one, Cody Rhodes and Pac versus Malachi Black and Andrade Aledolo. Like yeah. what what else what else can I say? Like it was fantastic. Seems pretty good. I I didn't get a chance to watch it, obviously, but I don't know. Seems all right. Um, Cody Rhodes was being booed. Um, he when he made the hot tag. Well, I say hot tag when he tagged in and took out both Malachi and Andrade. He locked uh, Andrade in a figure four, then back tagged himself in, hit a four fifty to Andrade for a near fall. And then hit the black arrow for the pin. Hmm. 
So they toned down on the brutality and violence, but still very good. Then we had Britt Baker versus Ty Conte. Ty Conte for the AW women's title. I wonder who won this one. Well, yeah, I just, I don't know. It was Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. She should win it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, I don't know. I like both of them. I understand too that she had to win. Mm Mm-hmm. Hopefully she'll was, get. I was definitely rooting for Ty Conti here, but I understand that Britt Baker should be the winner. And I bet you were ready for this match: Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk. Yep, I am going to definitely go back and watch that. Oh, I know. And I recommend anybody watching this match, if you have not already. It was... Oh. It was a fight. I've seen some pictures, man. It looked pretty nuts. CM Punk's was busted up. Yeah, those trunks. Interesting, too. <laughs> uh, there, it started with a with a back with a back fist. It ended with um, Eddie Kingston going to sleep and refusing to shake CM Punk's hand. Mm-hmm. Then we had the Inner Circle versus Men of the Year and American Top Dream. In a 10-man Minneapolis street fight. Now this was just an it was just a brawl. And it was it was just chaos. And who won that one? The Inner Circle won with Chris Jericho hitting a splash to pin Lambert for the team. Paid a tribute to Eddie Guerrero. I kind of figured that's how it was going to end. But, yeah. But good. Good. Whole lot of Eddie Guerrero tribute. And then now for the main event. The one everyone's been waiting for. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page for the AW World title. Which I heard Kenny Omega wrestled even though he was injured. And is Indeed. Injured. Indeed. He wrestled on injury. And he had refused to just hand over the title to Adam Page. So he wanted to work this match while injured. 
So if you don't see Kenny Omega for a while, that is why. Indeed. He that's, that's what's being reported. He's going to take some time. Good. Good for him because he definitely deserves it. Oh, yeah. And uh, we had already alluded to it, but um, Hangman Adam Page is your new reigning defending AEW heavyweight champion. Heck yeah. And what did I? Uh, what have I been saying? The next champion is going to be Hangman Adam Page. Indeed. And this was definitely a match to watch. Like, like many of the matches on this card. Was absolutely amazing. Just like many of the other AEW pay-per-views. Just absolutely I, amazing. I do have to ask you, too. We're going to get our early predictions in. All right. Who is the next AEW champion? You know it's not going to be for like a year or so. Because mm-hmm. they like having long champions, and I, I'm glad that they do that. No hot potato with the title. Me too. Hmm. No. I'm thinking. I'm going to say Adam Cole. Hmm. Hmm. Very hard to pick out someone in particular, but I feel like Adam Cole would be the next one. I gotta think. Like, you have to think. You have to think Brian Danielson. You have to think CM Punk. You have to think Adam Cole. You have to think John Moxley when he returns. Many other people on that roster are like, so worthy of just having a title. Particularly well, I, can elim- I can eliminate Mox because I, I don't think they do a dual champ, a two-time champion this soon. You can even say, like, even Eddie Kingston. Mm. Miro. If Miro gets the title. Hmm. I even throw another one. Pac. He wins that. The bastard gets it. Oh. I gotta think. The hard one. Drawing a blank, man. But I feel like Adam Cole would be the next in line. This sounds so dumb, but I'm thinking, I'm like trying to think of people, and I'm literally not even thinking through the roster. I'm thinking through the action figures to think of people. Mm-hmm. Like set one, set two, set three. Oh, lordy. Who am I going to go with? I'm not going to go with Danielson. He's going to lose. Well, yeah, there's no way Adam Page is going to lose a title so soon. You know what? I'm going to go with a sleeper hit. All right. MJF. I knew it. I knew you'd say MJF. I knew it. Heel. Adam Page is over with the fans. He's a face. 
And I know if you can't really get behind him winning, Pinnacle can help him out. And most likely. Yeah. I'm calling it now. That. Put it in the annals of our podcast history. MJF is going to win the championship next. On this day, uh, November 16th, Nick predicted MJF. And if he wins it, and I'm right, they owe me tickets to the next show, to the next pay-per-view after that. You hear that, Tony Khan? Included. You hear that, Tony Khan? Yo, Nick, a ticket if he's right. Flight, hotel, event ticket, dinner. Might might as well just bring the entire crew. And one bang energy drink and one Taco Bell double steak grilled cheese burrito even if it's out of print by then i don't care oh uh, make it happen if we get one ngb podcast plug just one one tiny one well brandon i think that's everything i have for this week that's everything i got as well um guess thank you those for sticking it out and uh hope you all enjoyed hope you guys enjoyed we will catch you on the next one with some more wrestling news and next time we come at you we'll have survivor series results Ooh, that'll as be fun. well as the rest of it some of the stuff i'm looking forward to i'm definitely looking forward to Big E and roman charlotte and becky are going to be Good. And uh it's gonna be a night. Yeah, it's gonna be a night. I wanna know if uh if Morgan actually wins the title. She won't be is she fighting a survivor series? Is it survive well she's next in line for oh wait a minute. Isn't she who is Becky? It's Charlotte and Becky at Survivor Series. Oh that's right, because the champions go after each go they go against each other, champion versus champion. And then yeah. what follows Survivor Series? Is that um, that um, um, uh, I don't know. It's December. December yeah. isn't... This year, I don't know what it is. Oh, that's right, because they canceled that one for um, they canceled next month's pay-per-view for a New Year's show. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember that much. I think it was Hell in a Cell. Yeah. No. Was it Hell in a Cell? Wasn't it like day one or something? Yeah, it's day one. There it is. It's called day one. Something weird. Bring back Great Balls of Fire, man. Uh, I couldn't believe that was real. <laughs> really now, couldn't. This year they're booking it as the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania ever. Must watch two-night WrestleMania. Whatever. We're gonna still watch it. We're gonna watch it so that you don't have to. For those that really don't. Want to put your heart on your dress? Yeah.
shave some time off your lifespan by getting angry at different wrestlers and different ways things are done. And getting upset at uh, Kratos booking. Well, I am going to call it for today, Brandon. All right. It sounds good. All right. We will catch you guys next week with another episode. See ya.